Hello and welcome back to Strike, your friendly neighbourhood podcast. As always, I'm your host, P-Dubs, and joining me for this new series of podcasts that we're going to do, first of all, we have Tony. Hiya. And we have Josh. Evening. Uh, Craig can't be with us tonight. Um, he's driving his train. I'm actually, he is. I'm going to see him tomorrow on the day after we're recording this. Um, this is is going to be um, a new series. We're going to try and do it with with most of the the shows. Um, we're going to do a recap of each episode of, of Jessica Jones. Now we've left it a couple of weeks since it's come out. We thought it was best to to leave it a little while. Um, so we're going to start with with the first episode tonight, but. I just want to start by, by saying and, and calling for uh, a moment of silence today. Um, today is mm-hmm. the day that yes. Chris Evans has confirmed that he is leaving the MCU. Um, sadly, we, I think we saw it coming. Um, I, I think he's been on the, on the wall for a while, um, yeah. where he's doing other things. He's on Broadway at the moment, um, and he's definitely looking f- for other things. And as he said, he wanted to to leave before he was kicked. Um, well, not only that, I mean, no disrespect to him, but he actually also didn't want the part in the first place. No, he didn't. And and to have been in that role for nearly 10 years now, I yeah. mean, it probably is 10 years since he got the part. Yeah, hats um, off to him. He's, he's performed admirably, and we've really enjoyed his, his takes, and, and for me, it's probably had the best trilogy of films. Mm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, so far. Um, Iron Man and Thor have both had probably two great films, or, or good to great, and one fairly poor one. Um, I'm clunker. Yeah, whereas as Cap has probably been solid all three. Yeah. Um, and as I posted on our Instagram the other day, Winter Soldier will will probably always stick out as my favourite. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever else is to come, I think that was that was probably the turning point for me. I think it became a at that point it became the juggernaut that it is now. Mm. Uh, yeah. And you have to give Chris Evans his dues for for leading that um, mm-hmm. and for leading the Avengers. And you have to say he has led the Avengers um, yeah. more or less right from the word go. That's right. Tony only pays for everything, remember? Yeah, he only makes everybody <laughs> look pretty. Let's say it in the name of the Stark. Yeah. And of, and of the Rogers. Yeah. And, and, and of the Holy Vision. Amen. Well, hopefully not the Holy Vision. Not yet. He's only been <laughs> in two films. Um, but yeah, and, and hopefully one day he may come back. We may see that older version of of Captain Rogers. Um, we don't he might get into direct one at some point. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's... You just have to look at what's happened with other people. As we've said before, we really hoped that Ben Affleck was going to direct that Batman movie. Um, mm. And would have liked to have seen it. So maybe that someone is that is already invested in in the series would would be a good person to turn to. Yeah. So that's our... We just wanted to say that, I think, at the top of the show. It's, it's common knowledge. It's not a spoiler. He's announced it himself, I think, in an interview today. Um that that's the plan is that he he will be leaving. So it's not a spoiler. It, it is out there in the news. So I just want to, I thought we we should touch on it. So let's let's get into the the episode uh, episode one of season two of Jessica Jones, aka start at the beginning. 
Um, written by Melissa Rosenberg, the showrunner. Um, directed by Anna Forster. That will be a running theme. They were all written by women and all directed by women. Um, which is a, a big thing, I believe. Yeah, well, certainly ri- uh, directed by. I'm not sure about yeah. written by. I think written... Oh, no, there's there's one one man there that I can definitely say. The rest I'm yeah. not sure about. Um, but, yeah, definitely definitely directed by, by women. Um, so what we're going to do, we're just going to kind of read the description of the episode. That We're going to take it from Wikipedia because it's a bit more detailed, I think, than the IMDb. Um, descriptions, and then we're just going to talk about our thoughts and and similar, just little story story moments, I think, as well. Um, so the description goes: Jessica goes to the home of Miklos Kozlov, or Kozlov, even sorry, the IGH doctor who has experimented on Simpson. In oh, fact, yeah. I'm reading the wrong one. That's a good start. <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong thing. Uh, Sup- there's an experiment going out the window. Yeah, oh, well. Superpowered <laughs> private investigator Jessica Jones has become known as a vigilante <laughs> hero around New York City since she killed her tormentor, Kilgrave. Trish Walker, Jessica's best friend and adopted sister, attempts to convince Jessica to investigate her past in IGH, the company that gave her abilities. But Jessica is not interested. Trish is dealing with declining ratings for her radio show Trish Talk and sees her ex-boyfriend Will Simpson who was also experimented on by IGH, following her. Price Chang, another investigator, seeks to absorb Jessica into his company at the request of lawyer Jerry Hogarth. When Jessica attacks and injures Chang, he plans to sue her with Hogarth, who is already facing a lawsuit from her former assistant and lover. Jessica is approached by Robert Coleman, who also calls himself Wizard. That's a really inappropriate name. (laughs) And was given super speed by IGH. When he is killed in an apparent construction accident, Jessica traces his medication to an abandoned building which she remembers being taken to and experimented on. You have to forgive the fact that I read it like I'm reading a kid's book, because most nights I am. So, <laughs> so let's start. Get we back into Lord of the Rings, Paul. Yeah, sure. and uh, he's, he's got a few, year, a few more years before he can read that. Um, so, <laughs> so let's start with the characters. We, we obviously meet Jessica, it's set after the Defenders, and she's she's fairly well known now um, because of what happened during during the Defenders. Um, mm. It doesn't seem to have changed her that much at this point, though. She's still a bit grumpy. Yeah, she certainly is. She's still a cool arsehole, though. Yeah, still likes a drink. Still likes the <laughs> sex. Yep, yeah, she certainly she does. Definitely likes the um, but. I really like the fact that she's she's kind of accepted the fact that people know who she is. Mm. Um, and I like the way she finds it annoying, though. Yeah, well, she was always going to find it annoying. Well, because uh, the thing is, you see a lot of superhero shows where the main character, who's the the super the, ta- the titular, as you should call it, a uh, superhero uh, character, they're all like embracing it and. Yeah, I'm great. I'm amazing. Whereas Jessica Jones is just like, just fucking leave me alone. Yeah, I like the I like the dynamic difference. Yeah, and and I think that's I think that's why it's been such a hit in the first place. Yeah, is that she isn't your typical lead character when it comes to superheroes. Yeah. yeah. 
So, Definitely. so moving on from Jess, we we have to talk about Trish, um, who's very Trish in a way. Yeah, <laughs> uh, throughout the season, um, <laughs> and she's she's very much changed from where we oh, left yeah, her the last time. Good. Last time Hold we on. saw her, um, she's obviously still not taking the will thing particularly great. Um, from what happened in season one, um, despite mm. the fact that we meet her new boyfriend, um, it's a very, a very different relationship to what we saw for Trish and Will in the first season. Um, there doesn't seem to be a closeness between them. It definitely does seem, feel like it's kind of a, a business proposition more than yeah. a, a love relationship. Mm. Um, it's more like she's with him for the paparazzi kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and likewise for him, I think, as well. Um, yeah, it's to get each other's ratings up, basically. Yeah, um, and, and and we'll learn more about him later on in the season uh, as, we go, yeah. as we go deeper. Um, but then we, we meet um, a couple of the other characters. Obviously, we mentioned Jerry. Um, yeah, who's going through quite a big arc of her own as we've yeah. seen in the episodes we've seen so far. As which we, is, yeah. we'll chat a, more about. Which is a step on, I think. From mm-hmm. where she, last year she was kind of a bit part. I know there was the whole thing with her ex-wife and her receptionist, but it didn't really feel necessary to the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas, um, as we said, we will talk about her story a bit more as we as we get into the episodes. Um, but it definitely feels like she's been given a bit more, even just from this first episode, that she's more involved. Yeah, because it's, it's like you said, the, the arc, her arc from season one just felt like it was just shoehorned in there. Just to say like, oh, this is a secondary character, we just want to make her feel like she's a little bit more part of it than, the, than she needs to be. Yeah. And you didn't really connect with it as much, whereas, as we'll talk about, obviously, we'll um, you kind of do connect with it a bit more. Yeah, and and the character that that I think's probably taken the biggest arc so far, and and that's Malcolm. Um, is mm. mm. now found his feet. He's obviously got away from Kilgrave. He's not an addict anymore. Obviously, he's, he will always be an addict, but he's recovered. Um, and he's working for Jess, um, yeah. which I think is great and has, has really given him a a strong bond now to the show. Whereas last year he was kind of he'd flit in and out. Yeah, he was just a method who lived at two doors down. Yeah, whereas now he <laughs> yeah. he he doesn't pop in and out. He's part of that main storyline. He's, yeah, he's there all the time, isn't he? And again, that kicks off right from this first episode. Yeah, he's quite in, like intricate to the plot a little bit as well because he actually does some decent investigating. Yeah. Well, he's quite desperate to learn from Jess as well. Yeah. Yeah, he certainly is, and and I really really enjoy the portrayal as well. By I can never say his name, whether it's Ecor or Eka, um, but I really really enjoyed his performance, and even from this this first episode. I really liked it, and and we meet a couple of other new characters. We we mentioned the inappropriate name, um, in meeting Wizard, 
Um, he was great. I, I couldn't wait. Are they actually going to show this big chubby guy go really fast? And yeah. they did, and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, certainly a, a surprise that he actually did have powers. When you, yeah, when I, you first meet him, you think, yeah. oh, here he is. This is a it's fucking about. Not bad, like, yeah. 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 Um, just trying to play up. And certainly, in, with it being in that, that kind of montage of people coming to see her and claiming yeah. mm. that they've got powers, um, to kind of pull him out of that, I thought was was quite clever. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, um, so, I, I, did, I did like it. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the other the other real new character that we meet is, as we mentioned, um, Price Chang, the the new investigator. Um, Can I just say he's an arsehole? Yeah, he's a bit of a tool at the first couple of episodes, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And and I think that's what's needed, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think you have to have someone that's a bit like that to face up against yeah. Jessica. Um, yeah. Whereas, obviously, last year we had the manipulative side of Kilgrave. I think this yeah. side we've actually got someone that is just out and out, out for himself. Yeah. Um, I mean, he walked through the door and I thought, originally I thought, oh, like, he's a, cl- he's a client or something, and this is where the big arc of the season will come in. Mm. But then, like... No, he's just he just wants to recruit her, and then he'll do anything to get her on his side, even like just digging up dates on it and stuff. Yeah, he can't, he actually seems really desperate to take yeah. out the opposition in that first episode, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. I I personally thought they were a bit too forceful with that as well. I thought, oh, they might drag this little war thing that's going to go on between them over a couple of episodes. Yeah, no, he kind of just shoved a lot of it into the one. Straight in, yeah. yeah. I thought that scene actually was quite funny when she sat on the building opposite, just taking photos of him, and he just sits with his cup of tea, just like waving at it. Aye, aye. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. That. And that was one of those story beats that I, w- I was going to kind of bring up, was was the, the whole sitting on the roof. It's very much the, the trope of the Netflix series, other than the yeah. the whole fight scenes. Yeah. yeah, there tends to be a lot of scenes up on the roof. Certainly from Daredevil, there was um, mm-hmm. season two. Obviously, Iron a lot with the Punisher. Yeah. Um, yeah, Iron Fist at the end of the Defenders, even. Yeah. Was, that's where we left him. Was up on that yeah. roof in the in the yellow and green tracks. So we can't just completely leave him there sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fearing that he's the immortal Iron Fist. Yeah. So, so I think that kind of covers the characters that we meet, and I I just kind of wanted to bring up. Do either of you guys have any real story beats or story moments that you really enjoyed from this first episode? Uh, no, because I thought it was a very strange episode. It literally was just almost like reminding us who everybody was. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, don't think the story quite... really ticks off in that first episode, actually. Yeah, because you think about it. If that episode itself was a, a pilot of season one, I think a lot of people would have gone... What the hell was that? I've laid mm. in a pilot of every every series, regardless if it's a series one, series four, even so far into the future. A pilot is supposed yeah. to at least end with a bang and say, this series is going to be boss based on that cliffhanger of the end of the first mm. But I didn't do that for me. Yeah, it just throws a couple of seeds in about the potential big bad yeah, uh, and Jessica's investigating her 
experimentation. But yeah, it's very. I I thought it was a very strange first episode in that respect. I think the second episode kicks things up a lot more. Yeah, yeah. And, and I do wonder whether this having these like two year gaps between seasons doesn't make like it doesn't make it easy for them writing that they feel mm. like they possibly yeah. have to do this recap episode at the start. Which is a shame. Think about it, everyone has, well, pretty much everyone has Netflix or access to watch these Netflix shows some other way. Just before it, they're going to watch some form of a recap video, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Whether that be someone on YouTube saying, oh, this is what happened in season one in its entirety, so that you can now go and watch season two, or... I mean, even Netflix has released a recap video just before you watch the second series. Yeah, there's one on the page. Before you start. Yeah. The other story thread, of course, that kicks in briefly is the sort of, initially the battle with her super, isn't it? Which I thought was an interesting yeah. approach. Yeah. Yeah. Of her actually facing being kicked out of the place. <laughs> yeah. And, and we'll, obviously we'll talk about him a bit, a bit later on. We don't mm. see much of him in this episode. No. Um, but he comes more to the, the fore in the next couple. Um, yeah. But yeah, it gives it, it gives it that side story, but still involves the lead character. Which a lot of the time you find mm. with yeah. a side story, it, it goes to one of the, the side characters. Whereas this time it still kind of involves Jess. Yeah. Yeah. So so let's, we have to do the, the marks. I think it's a little bit diff- more difficult. So I am going to say let's do it out of 10 rather than yeah. Craig's 100. Because I think it, it makes <laughs> it a little bit more difficult with, with these kind of episodes. So yeah. what, what, what about you guys? What are your... Your scores for this episode? Probably a seven. I'd go a bit lower with a six. Yeah, I probably would have said six and a half, seven. Yeah. Um, still very enjoyable, and it's still better than some of the other episodes that we've seen of other Netflix shows, um, but wasn't quite up to the high standards of that, that first season. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, on that note, I want to say thank you to to Josh and Tony for, for joining me tonight. This isn't the no end problem. of the episode, though, um, because Craig has recorded something for this episode. Um, so I'm going to add it on at the end of end of this bit. Um, so keep listening. Um, it's just this episode. Craig hasn't managed to record anything for, for episodes two and three, but hopefully he'll be back for episode four, um, as he is due to host it. Um, <laughs> so thank you once again, listeners, and we'll be back next week. Oh hey, oh hey guys, how are you? Sorry I can't be on this episode of Strike. I'm just uh, in my chapless pants, dancing to a little bit of 1980s Scouse Disco. Because that's what we do when no one's in the P.O.'s. Um, right, I'm just going to give you a very brief opinion. Hold on, let me... <laughs> uh, Jeremy, could you turn the music off, please? Yes, That's better. Just going to give you a very quick overview of Jessica Joe's series two, episode one. Uh, it's called 
aka start at the beginning i really didn't have a problem with it i enjoyed it it follows on directly after series one um i'm i'm not sure where this is in the timeline of the defenders is this after the defenders or immediately after series two because in the defenders although she was still a bit of an arsehole um she's a whiny little bitch in this episode one and that's saying something um she is she's a troubled superhero she doesn't know her origin story she's got these 20 days missing and her past is basically coming to catch up to her and it's all gonna become apparent so uh, where do you start i mean we don't know in this episode who the villain is yet there's certainly no hand which is a blessed relief uh, because the hand was just getting bored and it was supposed to be this army there was about 20 of them but whatever um jessica is drinking more i think than she's ever done straight whiskey wallop hit me hit me hit me um hey the solicitor woman she's just i think in this episode just found out she's um, not very well and maybe not long for this world um well i mean i'm, I'm reading on imdb here we see Jessica a few months after she took down the hand alongside her newly formed friends in the Defenders. Um, everybody knows who she is. These aren't people who are hiding behind masks. So she's getting some stick for being a free. She's very, very angry. She's, she's very depressed, it comes across as. She's not a happy person. Um, bah, 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 bah. I've just finished episode two. I'll do that in a, another little um, segment in case I don't make the show. But I think I might actually make the show, so... Um, but I don't know. Um, I... Trish Walk is trying to figure things out and trying to unearth everything to help Jessica, basically. And it's all getting a little bit... It's very, very P.I., uh, uh, there's just one more thing that bothers me. It's very like Columbo. That it's a it's a mystery. It's a murder mystery. Uh, she ha you know she's kicking doors in. She she hasn't slapped anybody yet. I purposely haven't read any reviews of the whole of the series, so I don't know if anybody else makes a guest appearance. I really hope they do because it'll be sad if this is set after the Defenders that she doesn't reference any of them or. What I did like is, and, um, there's been a few little Spider-Man references in there, you know, with great responsibility comes, with great power comes, and he says something else, that wizard fella, he dies, I think, at the end of episode one, or at the start of episode two, I can't remember, it's one or the other, um, and then there's another Spider-Man reference in episode two that I can't quite remember, uh, but... On the whole, it's a good, solid setup, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. Like I say, I've watched episode two, and shit is starting to go down, which is always a good thing. 
So, back to you boys in the studio, and uh, I'm sure I'll join up with you again uh, very, very soon. Uh, Jeremy, cue the music. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.